let's get ready to study God's Word. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to please be with us as we enter into the study of your word. We ask you to help us that our minds will be stayed upon thee. We pray, Lord, that you will give us wisdom and understanding and bless those who hear this. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's study is entitled, Stop Wasting Space. Stop Wasting Space. This is a modern title, and you'll see When we go to our verse for study, Luke 13, verse 7. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? Why is it taking up space? Why is it taking up space? Parable of the barren fig tree. This is what uh, Esword labels this section. I should pull out my other Bible and see, but this is a basic description. There are four verses here. We're going to camp out in Luke chapter 13, verses 6 through 9. We're going to look at certain lessons here. Stop wasting space. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon, and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? And he, answering, said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well. And if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. Four verses. Lots of information here. Jesus spake a parable unto them. The imagery of the fig tree is used throughout the scripture for the children of Israel, for God's people. And uh, fig trees are pretty interesting because they bear, they get leaves for a while before they have any fruit. Just have leaves. So you have to go check. 
makes makes you go work. You can't just look and see and say, ah, oh, it's figs. And I remember a few years ago, I say a few years, it was a lot of years ago now. Um, we were vacationing at this spot and there was a fig tree. <laughs> uh, there was a fig tree out back, um, but it wasn't on the property where we were. The branches hung over into the property. My father liked picking <laughs> the figs there. Uh, that was the first time I'd ever come in contact with a fig tree directly. So it was interesting knowing these stories and coming across these things for real. He spake a parable unto them. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. If you're looking in the King James Bible, you'll notice that the word man in verse 6 is italicized, which means it wasn't in the original and the translators tried to be helpful. It says a certain had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. Man is as good a substitute for that blank as any other word. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? So the, the owner of the vineyard has been patient. This seems to be the first time he's mentioned his concern, and that was after three years of coming to check for fruit and not receiving any. Three years. Now the dresser of the vineyard says, Lord, which means that this person is not just any random average person. This person has some clout. Lord, let it alone this year also. Don't worry about it this year. I will dig about it. I will fertilize it. I will take some extra care and get it to where it will bear fruit, or at least to where it should bear fruit. I will take, I will pay special attention to it. And if it bear fruit, great. And if not, after that, thou shalt cut it down. Now, verse 9 also has a couple of words that are italicized. The first one is well, and the second one is then. So if you read it without that, it says, and if it bear fruit, silence. And if not, after that thou shalt cut it down. The then is somewhat superfluous, but the well is kind of helpful. Either way, the dresser of the vineyard says, I'm going to pay special attention to this tree. And I'm going to prepare it and give it every opportunity to bring forth fruit next year. And if it does, that'll be great. But if not, it's definitely getting cut down. Right? Why cumbereth it the ground? Why are you wasting space? We have to be careful that we are not hogging up space in the master's vineyard, that we're not just cumbering the ground, that we're not occupying a space that could be occupied by something that's profitable. We have to be careful 
that we aren't producing a ton of leaves but no fruit. We have to be careful that we're not just wasting space. It could be used for something else. What you don't want to have happen is for the owner of the vineyard to come and say, why do we even have this here? What are we getting from this exchange? What's the point? Look for fruit and didn't find it. Because here's the thing. When that message occurs, when that conversation takes place, You've only got one year. When we hear that warning, we only have one year. Without that year, we'd be gone right away. But we only have one year. We have one more probationary period. I was having a conversation within the past week it's talking about the fact that we live at a time where there's not a lot of opportunity to fall away from Christ be gone for long stretches of time and then come back to him growing up i heard lots of stories like that where people left the church um their view of christianity and religion in general went wherever they left, they were in the world, they did whatever, and they spent 10 years out, they spent 20 years out, and then a circumstance occurred, and they came back. I'm not trying to suggest that God is not open to us coming back. I'm suggesting that there's not a lot of time to go away and have something to come back to. There's not a lot of time to go away and do foolishness and come back. Think about this. If you think about drug epidemics, if you think about um, the challenges that we see today, significant challenges, if a young person runs away from home, the likelihood is that they could easily, especially a young female, but it's not limited to the females, they could get caught up in, in human trafficking, not in doing it, in being victimized by it. Drugs. When I was a teenager, most of the drugs that you could end up taking were harmful, but you survived. It was while I was in high school that crack cocaine became a significant drug of choice. And then heroin became a drug of choice. And those two things will kill you more, more than likely. Like, those are not things... Those are not things you easily come off of. Lots of drugs are addictive, but those are not things you easily come off of. The stakes are higher. There are a lot of ways in which departing now is more hazardous than it has been in previous years, certainly 20, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. We don't want to have an assessment where the master asks the dresser of his vineyard, 
Why is this person here? Why are they wasting space? Why are they bearing no fruit? We don't want to be a barren fig tree. We don't want to waste time. We don't want to fall away and come back. Sure, it's a great testimony. I'm not disputing that. It is a totally great testimony. At the same time, we can testify about what God has done for us and is doing for us without having a story of, I was brought up in the church, I fell away for a while and lived in the world, but then I came back. Not saying it's a bad story. I'm saying it doesn't have to be our story. Doesn't have to be our story. We are being interceded for. He answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well. And if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. It's time for us to stop wasting space. It's time for us to stop wasting time. But I used the verses of the scripture to come up with the title, at least in a modern English. We need to stop wasting time. We need to stop wasting space. We need to be a benefit. My prayer is that we will awaken to the reality of what we need to be doing. That we will stop letting things distract us. That we will stop being allured by the things of this world. That we will be serious in praying to God for strength to overcome these things that may seem trivial to other people. It's important that we fulfill the purpose that God has designed for us. It's important that we not cumber the ground, that we stop wasting space. Luke 13, 7 says, Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? My prayer is that God will not be asking that question of any of us. If anything, I pray that he will be able to use us as dressers in his vineyard, helping to make sure other people don't get cut down either. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Very merciful. Even this parable, you as the owner of the vineyard waited, waited for one year, waited for three years actually to start to see what would happen and was willing to wait an additional year for work to be done to help this tree to survive and be productive. We pray, Lord, that you'll direct our steps. We ask you to help us as we read these passages, whether small or great, that we'll be receptive to your will, listen to your voice, and be prepared to follow your leading. Bless us, we pray, be with this ministry, and I ask that you'll help that it will 
prove itself to be a blessing for people all over the world. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at ASBZone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Please remember our ministry in your prayers, both ministries. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.